This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. See you later. Network Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Johnson puts it in the air. Aiden Flynn wins the hole. It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw it. Is it going to be there? Yes! Oh my word! Hello, good evening and welcome to an episode of Hello from the Other Side, a Watford edition. Uh, this time I'm joined by Pete and Justin, uh, Watford fans. How are we doing, chaps? Okay? Yeah, all good. All good. All very good. I'm just reeling from the words, that's world class from Marcus Tudgay. <laughs> words, words that have never been used in the English language before, but no, very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, I... Um... The, the introduction to our to our podcast it does it does make me smile. Obviously, the last two clips are very recent and uh, make anyone Wednesday night smile at this moment. So uh, yeah, quite it's... right too. Quite right too. <laughs> so up on uh, Wednesday night, quarter to eight kickoff at Hillsborough, uh, we are welcoming Watford um, for the return leg. So guys, we'll just take you back to October time, and it was Danny Rule. Uh, Manager's first game in charge, um, visit to Watford. My first time to Vicarage Road, I've got to say. Liked it, liked Vicarage Road, didn't like the result, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a 1-0, 1-0 loss for Sheffield Wednesday. Um what what did you make of that game? I, I mean, Justin, I'll come to you first. Obviously, it was a new manager. You did not know what I think he came in on the Tuesday and we mm. played you guys on the on the Saturday. So um I mean, a, a narrow one nil after the absolute horror show of the manager previously um, that we had. That coming in, it was a much, much, much improved Sheffield Wednesday. Um, well, it's October, wasn't it? It was end of end of October time, wasn't it? I think it was a, it was. a, a spree 
goal that um, that settled the game. I did, you know, it was a while ago now, so I'd, I'd be hard-pushed to look out any highlights from it, Ash, I've got to be honest. But um, I've got a feeling that was um, sort of the start of when we started to pick up results, wasn't it, Peter? Wasn't that sort of like what kicked our season off a little bit? Um, yeah, sort of, um, because we'd had the 1-1 draw at Cardiff the week before. But up until then, we've been kind of struggling a bit. But we knew, obviously... We weren't struggling in the full Cisco Munoz sense of the word. We get, we get <laughs> um, oh, yeah. and, and, oh, yeah. and of course, he was formerly at our place. And um, uh, yeah, I don't know. We may touch oh, on that. But, he was a yeah. saviour for your guys, weren't he? Yeah. Well, he, well, he, he came in, and we we got a guy called Vladimir Ivich, who was basically like having. I mean, if you could imagine a cross between Dracula and Satan, and give him a tracksuit, this is what this guy was. <laughs> <laughs> and he came in and he saw it defensively we were we were sorted um but going forward even with nothing at all and they bought in Ivic and he basically uh, sorry they bought in Cisco Munoz and he took the handbrake off and he just went oh go on then go and play you know go do that and he basically came in and had a uh, sweet valentine cd which we heard about all the time uh, so if they won they get a bit of neil diamond strange bonus i grant you but it seemed to do the trick and they went through and then we got into the premier league and we could see he was struggling and kind of uh, a, a little bit out of his depth, although his, his uh, points to, you know, kind of thing at the time was, wasn't too bad, but hey, we're Watford, so we'll fire anybody normally, except this season, we don't quite know what's going on now. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an odd game facing you, obviously, because we'd all been kind of licking our lips thinking, brilliant, yeah. well, this is three points, isn't it? You clearly looked more organised. Um, and of course, you know, the, the, the player, I think who everybody, um, kind of looks at you guys and salivates is Barry Bannon because I think he would do a job in most championship midfields very comfortably thank you um was was quietly effective I'll say rather than devastating and you could see that there was and it took a it took a, a relative kind of just that that individual goal where uh where Espria ran across the box and then reversed it in there yeah. but it, it if it had, if it had gone to nil nil we would have been kicking ourselves but we couldn't have really had that much to complain about it seemed like you know from the reactions from your guys as well that it seemed like an encouraging start and it that seems to have been what it's you know what it's led to it, it was it was um like i say it was a much changed much improved over three four days on the training pitch with danny rule um it was i mean i think we came out with something like 41 percent uh possession which for an away team where we've been averaging 20 25 even at home under cisco it was that bad so um that the change in the guys that they just just it was night and day it really was and i think uh i think Masaba, I think he went down for a penalty and he got overturned by the linesman. Oh, I think You're the right. Penalty, yeah, yeah, the penalty yeah. was given by the ref, yep. I believe, and we all thought yep. that was it. Um, mm-hmm. And he got overturned. It um, was a really peculiar one. It was a real kind of pregnant pause, right? What's going on? It, and it yeah. was without VAR, we're going to make a big, big song and dance of this anyway. So, I mean, it was, it from our point of view, of course, it was refreshing. From your guys' point of view, it must have been heartbreaking. Yeah, it's it's one of those actually for for me, and I, I don't know if you guys will agree about the officiating this season has been poor for everybody. I mean, obviously you only look at your own your own games, but I think uh, for me it was poor, and it was refreshing to see the linesman overturn the ref. It was, uh, mm-hmm. and oh, there's been times this season when the when the the referee's assistant, sorry, they're not the linesman, uh, has have been just static, not 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 want to do anything, leaving it to the ref. To make all the decisions, so what it was refreshing, even though it was a bit obviously 
frustrating for, for Wednesday nights. Ash, Ash, look at look at the age of us. He's a lino. Anything, anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nonsense. No, he's What's got a flat. We're all professional here, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the wrong podcast again. Hang yeah, on. look, I, yeah. you're def- definitely not, mate. Honestly, we, we are far from fresh on this. Uh, You've never podcast. been accused of that. That's for yeah. it. It was uh, Justin. It was uh, it was um, a spree. A spreeer came on. A I think he came on. Well, I, I know because I've got it here. Seventy eighth <laughs> minute. Four right. minutes later, took it down the wing, cut inside Dawson, and uh, obviously scored four minutes later. Um, and after that, we we didn't even we didn't even try and push that much for the for an equaliser. Um, it was just Watford looked like they'd score. They had a couple of chances after that, but then that was it. So one nil. Um, you must have been happy, like you said just before we started the the thing that you were in a bit of a sticky situation. He sells with uh, Valerie Ishmael. We were, yeah, we didn't start the season particularly well, um, and it was it wasn't looking great. And I think also um, it would have been probably two or three weeks before we played you where he was given a improved contract as well. And everyone went, Hey, normally we sack managers, uh, you know, when we're, when we're sort of, no, we are now. yeah, we don't give them improved contracts. So um, that was obviously a, a show of faith on behalf of the board there. Um, but yeah, I do, I do remember that game. And I, I, I just, I, for some reason in my mind to, to me, it's sort of a, it is a little bit of a turning point for some reason. It does to me feel as though it was after that we started to sort of go away and win games and win games quite comfortably and stuff. Um, And, you know, there was hiccups. We have had hiccups since then. Leicester uh, have shown us uh, why they're doing so well. They, they took us to bits. Um, Talking about referees, was it Stoke Peter where the referee was just absolutely appalling? Was it Stoke when we played Stoke at home? It may have been, but in fairness, our, our team came out in sympathy with him and were equally appalling. We, uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, no, that was Bristol City. That was Bristol City. Yeah, Stoke was poor. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no. We be, before we played you last time, um, we'd played Cardiff, which I mentioned, which we drew one-one, and that that felt like a bit of a kind of look. There's a line in the sand and no more because we'd lost three nil away at Leeds. We'd lost three-two away at Middlesbrough. Uh, where Cameron Archer basically showed us exactly what we'd missed. Because like everybody in the championship, we've all been kind of sniffing something going, is that Cameron Archer coming in? No, uh, never mind. And then we also got our asses handed to us by Sunderland, where again, we just didn't turn up. And so there was a real, and you've given him an improved you know, kind of contract, really? Is that is that kind of strange? And of course, all Watford fans really want to do is have consistency and stick with a manager. Because yeah, we're all kind of, laugh about it because it's you know what else you're gonna do <laughs> but, um but it was that game that sort of saw us through until the next international break um going on suddenly we've gone on like something like 19 games and we've you know we've lost three so yeah. you know that the games against leicester we we should have we should have at least got a draw against ipswich but um but who had a bit of a brain fart and gave a goal away ridiculously and there was another one which we lost i can't remember which but the rest of it has been you know, pretty there. And Watford as a team over the last four and most certainly over the last two seasons prior to that, 
we've we've always just been like we've just looked like a, a ragtag of, of individuals who've turned up and just met. Uh, whereas, in fairness, you know, Valera and Ishmael, obviously previously of uh, of, of parishes, you know, uh, not not far from you, yeah, yeah, Bronsley. but also Bronsley, of course, absolutely. Oh yes, yes. He's uh, he's he's kind of at least got them playing, even if it's on occasions he could let the handbrake off a little bit more i think on occasions but um but that's uh, that's that's really kind of uh, not not being not 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 being overly pedantic but it's kind of possibly being a bit nitpicky so uh, so we we we're, we're pleased and since then we we've kind of motored pretty well it uh, looking at the league table you, you currently sit 10th uh, you're on 3 points off mm-hmm. playoffs at the minute so um your form over the last Five games is was it lost one, drawn three, won one. So you're yeah. you're a bit of bit of up and down. Obviously Wednesday night coming to Hillsborough, it'll be another loss, of course, because I'm very positive about my team. Uh, I've I've been wrong many times, obviously, in the position we are. But right. you've got to be positive. You've got to be positive. Um, it's it it it's a one for us. Uh, we've seen the result at the time of recording. Obviously Huddersfield QPR drew earlier today, last minute. Uh, equaliser for QPR, which is a big result for us. So we, it's a it's it's a game we have to win. Really, we do. We've got uh, yourselves, we've got Huddersfield and Birmingham in that are our next three league games, I believe. Uh, and then we play Leicester, which yes, we got a draw out of them at home. Well, we got a draw. We got a one-all draw, which was a great result for us. But obviously, at Leicester is going is going to be a different proposition. So. Wednesday, you're coming, guys. Are you are you positive? Are you looking at it? So obviously, you're looking at the league going second from bottom, Sheffield Wednesday. We're, we're 10th. We're three points off. If you've got real aspirations to get to the playoffs, it's a game you're looking to win, isn't it? Well, the bad news for you is we seem to be better away than at home. Brilliant. Um, That's a great start. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to break that to you. Away, we've looked really, really good the last three months really um yep. as i say leicester as an exception um we've pretty much held our held our own away um now who's we beat five one was it preston preston oh, we beat, yeah we've we've also done silly things like drawing three all a couple of times um so we are quite open i think while we're while we're away but yeah i mean certainly if look uh, confidence as a Watford fan is often misplaced um there's there's not much point being confident being a Watford fan I always think because expect nothing and you won't be disappointed however um Peter's chuckling away there because he knows that <laughs> the I'm most much... depressing person I've ever known <laughs> <laughs> no realistic the word Watford for any team and Justin would yeah. fit in very well <laughs> <laughs> um well I'm not I'm actually being optimistic because I, I honestly think that we we, we should play well uh, on on Wednesday. I think it depends on who's available. Um looks like there was a few strains and things during the match today so uh it depends on who's available to be picked but um I I'm confident about playing you on Wednesday which is probably a really bad idea because you'll be <laughs> I've said that. But yeah. I think that's a fair assessment, don't you Peter? Are you are you as confident Pete? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm at least as confident as Justin. Um, I, 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 people come on our Twitter account and said, God, blimey, you're, you're being a bit miserable there, aren't you? And I've come in and joined in with the people who have said it. Um, yeah, no, Justin, Justin is never very very far away from uh, from disaster <laughs> predictions. Now, uh, you've gone back the last five games. If you went back 10, and I appreciate 
it, you know, it, it's arbitrary how far you go back. Um, the last game we lost, which was at home on Boxing Day, which is another thing that Justin hates, by the way, Boxing Day football. Um, Boxing Day football. We, we got oh, on. no, it's the best. Thank you. Especially, Thank if, you. You're, especially if you're away. I mean, we went, we went to Coventry and lost 2-0, but, yeah, you know. We haven't been away for so long on Boxing Day. I hate yeah. Boxing Day football. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, other than Boxing Day, we haven't lost in 10 or something like that, and we were we were doing really well. The, the run that we're talking about absolutely started with you because we hadn't won away since, uh, since February. And we, after the game against you on the next week, we went and won away at Swansea. And since then, we haven't lost away. So I think we will be um, difficult to beat. The good news for you guys is in the last 11 games, plus today, actually, because obviously that's in the Cup, um, and also plus Chesterfield, also in the Cup, we've not kept a clean sheet. We are not yeah. capable of keeping a clean sheet. And the 89th minute against Southampton today, when we thought we've broken that hoodoo, Nah, no, we hadn't. Um, and it was a great strike from Stuart Armstrong. Fair play to him. But, um, you know, one, one of those things, and it brings up a replay. Everybody loves those, don't they? Um, so, no, no, I think I think we've, we look good away a little bit more because what tends to happen, obviously, in the home games is teams will be urged on by their fans, look to try to dominate. And we have got, we haven't got oodles of pace, but we suddenly cut through players with some technical ability rather than, you know, when, when we were playing earlier on in the season and teams were dropping deep, uh, we were struggling to break them down a little bit as we did with you guys. You know, it took until the 70 or something minute and a substitution and a Colombian international to come on and break you down because he can find those little jinx. He's only about that big normally, you know, in real <laughs> life. So yeah. he, he had to kind of find those little, those little slots. But since then, not many clean sheets, but we kind of tend to seem to, to kind of create those opportunities and chances um, and have, have managed to grind something out. We've added a, a level of determination and unity within the squad, and that's, that's doing us better away from home because, as I say, teams are pushing on, leaving those little gaps in, and then we're kind of trying to break into them. So, so basically, the, the way that Sheffield Wednesday have been setting up with Danny Rule is the high press. So basically what you've just said is we, you, you're going to invite that on and you're just going to play around it, which we have we have really been effective with it. But obviously, teams have sussed us out a few times, taking our lead position in the last couple of games. Um, how are your guys um, like playing on sand on a beach? <laughs> because <laughs> the only reason I'm saying it is because Hillsborough is looking a bit tatty. Oh, really? Uh, and... And we've had Coventry. They um, we played in the last two games in the cup. We drew, and in the league, and they both yeah. both times moaned about they couldn't play their football on Hillsborough because of the pitch. So if you're if you're fast flowing, past feet on the ground and sort of uh, team, then you may struggle a little bit. I'm not saying it's it's to Sheffield Wednesday's advantage either. It's not to anyone. I'm sure every team <laughs> yeah, loves yeah, to yeah. play on uh, on like a snooker table type of grass. So it's it's just something that's been mentioned the last two well two weeks it is now. The last time we played on a pitch that wasn't very good was against our nearest and dearest rivals, um, uh, which was actually well it was the penultimate time we played them, and uh, we we were all geared up that day to actually you know smash them all over the park, and they did us one nil, and we're all complaining about the pitch, and, and of course the what comes back is it's the same for both sides, um, so you know it's absolutely fair, but our pitch is it wins awards for being 
so good. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see our lot play on a pitch that isn't quite so good because, you know, our pitch is fantastic. Um, it, 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 it just is. So, yeah, not looking forward to that. That could be um, that could be interesting our, to watch. Our, our pitch is annoyingly good. It looks perfect on the last day of the season. And then the groundsman comes out, who has won awards, and he's brilliant. He's a genius. And then comes and, and we're ripping it up next Tuesday. And you go, Why? <laughs> You know, I've got carpet that looks shabbier than that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there, there is, obviously, there's lots of rumours and, and lots of things about our owner and chairman being a bit tight. Obviously, we've got no money for things. So he's probably not putting the little heat lamps on, you know, to encourage growth um, that you can see from <laughs> a mile away. So, so I'm sure he's not doing that. He's saving a bit of money for a, a 30 grand a week striker that we've been rumoured to be after. Um, but, you know... You know, the, all these rumours when transfer silly season January, isn't it, chaps? I mean, yeah. um, we have it, we have it all the time. It looks like the aliens are attacking in kind of Independence <laughs> Day. You get, oh, it's just the light emanating from the ground. It's yeah, like, the whole of West they're, Watford they're, is lit up in this sort of are, orange they glow. Are, they are fixated on this lawn. It's ridiculous, but <laughs> hey, it's lovely, so we can't yeah. complain. Oh, but we do. Je- je- jealous, we would be. I think it would be jealousy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I know, no, I know. This only the answer being, I don't think that will help us. We are a. We're not the biggest technical team. Uh, sorry, we're not the biggest physical team. We are more technical. Um, you've got players like uh, Georgie Chakfatadze, who we call Dave uh, for obvious reasons. Georgian, uh, Georgian, Georgian, yeah. Georgian, um, yeah. You know, they, they gave us a clue. We're calling him Georgie. I mean, other than that, we, we <laughs> would forget. Is it Uzbekistan? I don't know. Um, but so we call him Dave. And he's a, he's a lovely little box of tricks. You've seen what a sprayer can do. All of that. If you put them on a beach and suddenly the platform is a little bit shaky. Yeah, no. My- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Be a great equaliser. I'm, I'm going to take all the positives because I think at the minute we're, we're, we're in the position we are for results, obviously, but positives come... I'm taking everything, anything with okay. an edge. I'm taking edge of anything. Uh, I know it's all, it's only Wednesday, so there's only three, three, four days till we play. Anything mm-hmm. on the transfer um, ins and outs for Watford that we may be able to take a bit of a glimpse of? I mean, is um, oh, forgive me, I am rubbish at pronouncing names. Royovich, Royovich, yeah, is it? Is it? Is, yeah, is it? Is no. anyone buying him because he's your top scorer? No. I'm trying Trust to. I'm trying me. to. There are there are Watford season ticket holders who can't pronounce it as well as you just did <laughs> after many attempts. Um, he is he is uh, an odd thing. Um, he is six foot three uh, Dane, uh, obviously of 
Balkan origin. Yeah. Um, he was scoring lots of goals for Kalmar in Denmark, who they are. We Nobody knew either. Uh, so we all went off and looked at lots of lovely <laughs> YouTube videos of him scoring goals with, uh, you know, kind of in two-sided grounds, because that's what they have in Denmark. Um, often seemingly having a bouncy castle in the car park behind the ground for all of those people watching Danish <laughs> football. <laughs> strange and we know what have we got and basically we've got somebody who if the ball is delivered in the right place will score a goal he is like the terminator he will just get to that ball first however take him outside of the box not even jigsaw i mean just not a clue not a clue as to what to do when his back is to goal and he's not the fastest and he's been playing in denmark when where i think the phrase dead you know kind of defending and optional are kind of fused together um and, and he's kind of been odd so he's got to be the top scorer but the least impressive player outside of the box that we've seen mm. um He's even made um, almost the impossible to like um, Vacuum Bio, who we signed for four and a half million pounds more than he'd cost the previous day. We were looking at that going, what on earth's going on here? We bought him for then 5.8 million. He was so good that we sent him back on loan again. And we thought, oh, he's come back. We all like him now because he works hard. <laughs> and he does the bits and bobs and the, and the straightforward stuff. Whereas our goal scoring uh, fella who we just come on the, the, our, our, our podcast and our phone-ins and stuff and just go, he just scores goals. That's all he does. You know, I, I imagine he probably goes into the kitchen, you know, in the morning to try and make himself, I don't know, cornflakes or something. He's unable to do so because he can do nothing other than scoring a goal. So we'll see. You'll either be an absolute pain in the ass or do absolutely nothing. And on the flip side of that, we've got a player, or, or should I say you've got a player, that is loaned to us, who is yeah. probably the exact opposite. He can't score. Would this be Ashley Mr. Fletcher? Yeah. It is Mr. Fletcher. So yeah. um he he's getting a bit of stick from Wednesday nights. Some some are, are coming around to the fact that, that he does put a lot of effort in. He does put himself around a bit. He's had a couple of efforts, but he's just not got that. And if anyone looks up his Wikipedia or transfer market or anything yeah. like that, that he's he's scored, I think it's seven goals in 25 years or something daft like that yeah. um, he he's just not and he's we are desperate for a striker we are desperate for somebody to put the ball in the back of the net but look we, we can't afford anybody I mean mm. you sold Pedro yeah I think you made 60 million didn't you in the summer something daft like that over the, the over the people he's sold and then signed play we, we'd love to we haven't done 60 million well, well, forever probably right we made we bought 60 million in we spent 50 grand on tomins we spent i think rayovic might have been just shy of 2 million i don't really even know his fee point, somewhere between 1.3 and 1.8 seem to be the reports um i think it's 1.8 according to right. my kind of exchange so, rates so we didn't actually reinvest that money in any way shape or form to be honest with you um with regards to ashley fletcher it feels like we signed him when i was about 12 um, I, I, you know, he's one of these players that came in when we seemed to be, I mean, we were spending money like water when he came in. There's all these players that were coming in. He was just one of them. Um, before we started recording, I had a look and, uh, he played for us three times. Um, he's played for you 22 times. So he's definitely more your player than ours. If you'd like to just finish <laughs> playing him off, have him please. Cause I can't see him ever, ever pulling on a yellow shirt and playing for Watford ever again. I don't know when his contract expires, but whoever his agent is, 
fair play. You done well there, mate. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have any memories of Ashley Fletcher because I don't think I ever saw him play. I, I don't think I was at any of the three games. I, I was, I was at one, two of the three games because they were in the League Cup. And we played. It, it was Stoke and Crystal Palace, oh, and and he scored in both games, it, and then it, just yeah. never got played. So you know, clearly somebody at the training ground was going, well, you know, we don't, we don't like these people who all they do is score goals. We'll shift you out. <laughs> oh, buy a bit. go and buy him. <laughs> yeah, that works out well. Um, no, I, I, I'm I'm far too cynical about about Ryovic. He's you know we think he's he's actually working with his back to goal now and working to try to improve that part of his game. But he's got a very low base to to build it up from. Ashley Fletcher, he's just he's a little bit like you mentioned there, Tom Ince. You look at Tom Ince's minutes and to goals and assists, he's done really well. But he's he's being played in little cameo fits and starts. He's never getting a chance. As I say, he literally played two full games. The third game he played for 27 minutes for Watford and then never dug and hard or again has been sent to New York and Sheffield and wherever else he can to, you know, kind of to, to try to get some game time. It's, it's just a shame. Sometimes there's those players who just seem to, you know, kind of be, well, I used to be at Man United and West Ham and what's happened and they can never stop feeling sorry for themselves. I get the feeling that might be a little bit of the case here. Well, I'll keep you on the same sort of vein. I'm going to say a name to you guys that you're going to probably say, uh, fantastic, great, shouldn't have, left, <laughs> shouldn't have left the club. Alman Abde. Now, <laughs> now Alman Abde is, is a bit of an enigma. Um, he came with big promise. Uh, was his nickname the Doctor? The professor. The professor. Apologies, wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> the Professor. So he came with, obviously, a lot of fanfare. Uh, we'd taken uh, Forestieri and Padil previously yeah. already. Uh, we'd got Padil on loan and then he made permanent. Um, yeah. my, my lad's first uh, player that he really liked. And he's a bit older now, but he, he was he's the one he had his name on the back of his shirt, really took to him. But Alman Abdi came with big promise. Didn't really work out for him at Sheffield Wednesday. And he's, he's become a bit of a, not, I, I, I was going to say joke, not a joke, that's the wrong thing, but he's become a bit of a, if he was, if he was like, Seven years ago, a meme or a gif or something like that, you know, back in the day, it'd have been one of those. Um, just a, what was your memories of him? And is he's still alive? He's still alive, everyone. He's still alive. Memories of him. Sorry, <laughs> obviously, for, for Wednesday fans, he, he didn't, he, he, he very rarely started, very rarely. Actually, we're putting this so nicely. Most Wednesday fans I know go, what the hell did you do? <laughs> there? Um, oh, all right then. All yeah. right then. Yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Alvin Abdi was, you know, came in and as a midfielder was fantastic. He came in um, when we first got the Pozzo family, came in and took us over. We went from having literally kind of, are, are we going to get to play this week? You know, that that level of hand-to-mouth kind of existence. Um, to and, and, and who have we got? Oh, we've gone and signed Chris Iwalumu. Um, you know, who did all right for us in fairness, but it was kind of like there's there gives you a, a, a jump on the on the on the standard of it. And suddenly we were bringing in all of these kind of lone players, we got no idea who they were. 
they bonded as a team um, after a little while, uh, especially when there was an away game at Charlton where we were down to 10 men because Forestieri got sent off. Kel surprise, I can hear all this <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, and we won it with a free kick from Alman Abdi. And that was one of the things he did. He scored free kicks. You know, he didn't he didn't just deliver them. He scored them and was effective at doing so. So we'd get a ball outside the box and we would sit there in almost expectation. Um, and he, he scored the winner there. He, he scored, uh, I mean, today, literally today, three or four hours ago as we record this, um, we scored uh, in the fifth minute against uh, Southampton our first home free kick direct since Alman Abdi in 2016 and he made it a common common thing so we loved him on set pieces but wow. he was he was a classy player he was a smooth operator he had got pretty much the best passing range that we'd seen but he was in a he was in a, a team that was playing extremely well initially under Gianfranco Zola uh, we suddenly got this kind of combination of uh, uh, players put in um, to kind of mould and find out what happens. Just as that was happening, Troy Deeney was allowed out of Nick, um, not out of Forest Green Rovers, but out of Nick, very similar, but out of food <laughs> yeah. in Nick, obviously. Um, but you go, to, he got basically brought in and suddenly we got a spearhead up front. We got somebody like uh, Matty Vidra, who was a speed freak. I mean, he just just run on. And so Alman could either hit Deeney and then he'd spin and go in, or he'd bounce off him and spin him and go in, or he could just play him in. So sometimes those kind of players need to have people who are so on their wavelength. And we were just like going, my God, this is like football from the gods. This is ridiculous. Um, and that all culminated in uh, what ended up becoming our, you know, kind of the commentary for our, our podcast name, you know, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, where Deeney scored that ridiculous goal. So we all look back at those wondrously he stayed and was part of the team that two years later got us up and he had a season in the premiership but once we were in the premiership we had the you know pragmatism takes over um and it was right we're going to go 4-4-2 and we're playing you at right back and surprise surprise he was not a right back um all right we'll play you right midfielder no he'd never skin anybody so you kind of saw that if he's if he's a square peg and he's put into a round hole there is no there is no deviation you have to build the team around him otherwise it won't be that and from what i heard he also because he was out um, I, I mentioned two years later we got up. He was out the middle season of that, which was horrendous, and we realised what we hadn't got. And of course, when he came to you guys, he had his he had his injury issues, and so I don't think you ever saw ever saw the best of what he was capable of. And I know for a fact that he was really really sad about that, um, but I don't think he wanted to leave Watford at the time, uh, you know, personally. And I think if you're going to do something like that, you do what Danny you know Danny Poodle did, which is you commit to the move and make it and go. This is where I am now. And and I'm going to make the absolute best of this, and that seems to be what came across. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I agree with you there. He didn't. I think it's. Um, I think he scored in a preseason friendly for Wednesday. It's my memory shocking against St Mirren. I think it was he scored a cracking goal, absolutely really good goal. And we thought, oh, we've got a player here. We really have. But then that was it. Not even. Not, I can't even remember really any other outstanding game. It was that not that bad. Unfortunate. It was that unfortunate because obviously what you've just said there, Pete, no doubt a gifted, brilliant player. Mm. Um, and and we should have got that player for whatever reason. If if, if he wasn't 100% committed to coming to Sheffield Wednesday, then you're already on onto a bit of a bad start, aren't you? Um, yeah. 
absolutely. And there's no well, reason to feel sorry for him because once he left you, obviously, with his injury, um, he went basically touring around the world with his incredibly good-looking uh, now wife. Um, then basically kind of as, as COVID came out, decided he was going to go home. She instantly got pregnant and they've got, you know, lo- lovely little Swiss children running around the place. I mean, he's happy as anything. I mean, if you have somebody who turns up and doesn't do it for you, what are you going to think? I think we do this. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, good luck to him. And obviously that obviously didn't work out for him. That's it. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bring it back to Wednesday night, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for a prediction, a little bit. What what I usually do is just ask ask the guests just to go through how they think the game will pan out. But obviously, there's two of you there, so I'm just gonna ask you for a prediction. How you think it may may go, um, and and just just see if either of us are gonna get it correct. Go Never on, do because I always go positive, we, and we, we lose most of the games. <laughs> we. <laughs> If you want me to predict how the game will go, I'll go on how away games seem to be going, which is we concede incredibly early to uh, a goal that you just go, what were you doing there? Um, And then we kind of learn from that mistake and charge on and invariably we we will have a draw or win the game. I think we're going to win. I don't think we'll lose. Um, We'll probably draw or win. I don't think we're going to lose. Famous last words. Um, I'll crop that one. Please do. do. Um, I I think it all depends on who's available, really, and and the team that's selected. Um, So I would be, I think you'll score because, like Peter said, clean sheets to us. uh, You know, we need a new washing machine, I think. Um, So I think it's probably going to be a a 2 1, 3 1 Watford, would be my guess. It's my guess. Pete? I wouldn't be too far away from that. I mean, Justin put up a thing on Twitter the other day saying these, just showing a picture of laundry and just saying, just in case you'd forgotten what clean sheets look like. And, and several people came back and went, hold on, don't have a go at the team. We're really enjoying it. And it was like, yeah, we kind of get it, but really you're enjoying the conceding of early goals. And it was like, yeah, whatever, we'll take anything. We're Watford for crying out loud. Um, so, no, I, I, I could see, you know, first of all, I think you'll score because of exactly that reason. Uh, the gravitational lure of our net will uh, will sort <laughs> of something to to fly in. If not that, uh, Ryan Porteous will give it a good go at centre back, um, <laughs> giving you a chance or two. And it's, it'll be interesting. We have signed, obviously, when we're talking about the transfer window, mm-hmm. there we have signed Emmanuel Dennis, who um, is was an enfant terrible at uh, Bruges and at Cologne. Uh, Cologne wanted to get rid of him because he threw a hissy fit uh, and ended up leaving the club on the basis of someone was sitting in his own in his favourite seat on the coach. That's the level of tip we're talking about here. He came <laughs> to us did really well in the Premiership, and then obviously, like most of the Western Hemisphere, Nottingham Forest signed him. Um, And then he's been out on loan in Turkey, not got on. He played a a little bit today. We've signed him. He could be devastating, but he is about as fit as I am. Um, You know, he (laughs) needs to... So I, I, if, I, I doubt very much if he'll be pulling up uh, trees or, uh, or or anything on the beach at Hillsborough, put it that way. <laughs> I wouldn't like, that. He, he won't want to be running in sand. That's the no, 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 no. So I'd go, I'd go a two or a three-one. I think we're doing, I think we're doing sufficiently good work, and we've got enough to do something. That being said, we. The, the most Watfordy of Watfordy things is going well. We think we are going to do well looking at the looking at the the league table and then suffering ignominy and kind of just losing stupidly. So don't be surprised if that happens either. But we'll be positive as well. What do you think is going to happen, Ash? Um, 
I'm I'm always positive. I'm thinking it's it's a game at home. We've said if we're going to get out of this, it's his home form that's going to get us out. We'll take bonuses away. We've, we've got Huddersfield away in a couple uh, in a couple of weeks, so that'll be a, an away game we're going to look at. So home home form and home games is going to be where we're at. We've played Coventry in the last two weeks, uh, yeah. lost two one and drew in the cup one all. Uh, obviously, the cup is a bit thing, a different team. Every every everyone, um, but I am I am pretty positive. I've got to say, I think Danny Rule has got the the team playing really well. Um, we press high. The 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 team we've got some exciting youngsters. We've got Gasama, Masaba, and Kadamatri up front. Who, who we haven't seen this this like a trio of youngsters that are playing for the first team for God knows how many years at Wednesday, and it's good for us Wednesday guys to see it. Um, we've got pace. That's one thing that we have instilled this season. We've got pace. As um, take Ashley Fletcher out of that, obviously. Um, but Kadamatra, <laughs> Jasama, <laughs> Masaba, <laughs> even Windass has, has got a bit of with him. Who's who's thing? So I'm I'm going to go for a two-one Wednesday win. I I take what you say, guys, on on the clean sheet and. Us as well, we've we have got a bit of a nightmare in us. Our centre halves um have been solid. It all depends which one. If Bambo Diaby plays, he has got a bit of a nightmare in him to gift a goal. It's seen so I'm gonna go two one Wednesday. Um and I think we'll score. I think we'll score first, you'll equalise, and then we'll get one in the seventy first minute. How's that? I'll this even is go very precise. Very precise. <laughs> And, you know, and then and then and then in the same form of Watford, we'll Wednesday it up and we'll lose 4-0. So um <laughs> there we go. So uh, presumably, presumably, I mean, and I'm saying this with a fair amount of confidence, as the Cadamastery can't be a very renowned name. Um, is he related to the former Everson player, Danny Cadamastery? He is, it's his son. Uh, ah. it's his, his, yeah, it's his uh, it's his eldest son. He's got two, both at the well, his youngest son is at the uh, Sheffield Wednesday Academy as well. So yeah, he's come through. This season has been his his breakthrough season. He's uh, eighteen. He's scored three goals now in about eight games. So he's he knows where the back of the net is, and he's been a revelation for us this season. Really, has he's, yeah. he's done really well. So oh, it's, uh, good. it's good to see, uh, like I say, an eighteen year old that's that's playing. Week in week out as well now, really for Sheffield Wednesday. Well, over the last few years, we suddenly went through a hint, uh, a stint of signing famous players' sons, and that worked well. Uh, but at, at one point, we could have ended the theme saying Bergkamp, um, uh, 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 what's his Pochettino. Uh, Pochettino, Wise, you know, uh, old Dennis Wise's little, you know, uh, kind of kid. And another yeah. one who, uh, yeah, he was. Uh, Yes, no, no, they didn't work. So, uh, good luck for uh, Cadamartry Junior. Yeah, mm. it's yeah, it's very, very, very high, highly rated Sheffield Wednesday. So we'll see, guys. Pete, Justin, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of Hello from the Other Side, no uh, Wednesdayites. Um, if you liked what you saw, subscribe, like, all the usual. You know, they're all on the bottom here of the screen. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you Wednesday night. Thank you very much for joining us. Cheers, guys. Take care. Cheers. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.